2: Eighteen
3: plus. This edition of Ag Life is presented by Bear Crop Science. This is Ag Life on Power Talk ninety six seven and AM fourteen hundred. Here is Bob Quinn.
4: Good morning, Valley. This is Ag Life. My name is Bob Quinn. With you for the next hour, talking about agricultural production here in the valley and all across the country. Well, friends, the drought monitor map showing an increase in drought across the
5: country. Rod Bain starts us off today.
2: Drought coverage nationwide continues to shrink.
5: Just as a reminder, as recently as last autumn in late October, we saw almost 63% of the country in drought. So we have seen a remarkable improvement just over the last 6 months or so.
2: In fact, as USDA meteorologist Brad Rippey indicates with the US Drought Monitor for the period
5: ending May 2nd, we see just 24.4% of the lower 48 states considered to be in drought. That is down more than 6% points from late March.
2: Rippy adds with that number of over 24% of the nation in drought.
5: That is the first time we have seen that number below 25% since all the way back in mid-June of 2020, almost three years ago.
2: Add abnormal dryness in with the four drought categories in the drought monitor period ending May 2nd.
5: We are now seeing just under 46% of the country either abnormally dry or in drought, and that too is down approximately six percentage points from what we were seeing at the end of march
2: rippy provides one more reminder of how far drought recovery has come over the past few
5: months it has only been recently that we broke out of a 126 week period from September of 2020 to February of 2023, where we saw more than 40% of the country in drought. So we are definitely heading in the right direction in recent weeks and in recent months after this protracted three-year drought affected such large parts of the United States.
2: Yet, despite this significant drought decline over time,
5: we still see a core drought area primarily encompassing the central and southern Great Plains. And that accounts for the vast majority of the remaining high-end drought categories, the D3s and the D4s.
2: That core area specifically makes up four states.
5: It stretches from Nebraska southward to Texas. As of May 2nd, we see 63% of Kansas in extreme to exceptional drought. That's up rather sharply when we were at 52%. Meanwhile, in Nebraska, 47% coverage of D3 and D4, up from 33% in late March. In Texas, in D3, D4 coverage, just a little under 21% on May 2nd, up from seventy. 17% on March 28th.
2: And despite recent raids, Oklahoma's D3 and D4 drought ratings for the period were just over 33%. In fact, while all other categories reported a month over month drought coverage decrease,
5: we see the coverage of extreme to exceptional drought at 6.1%. That, in fact, is up slightly. We saw 5.3% coverage of D3 and D4 back on March 28th.
2: I'm Bain reporting for the U.S. Department of Agriculture in Washington, D.C.
4: Well, friends, dairy price futures have been falling. We'll take a look at that story ahead. You're listening to Ag Life. <laughs>
3: This is Ag Life on Power Talk ninety six seven and AM fourteen hundred. Bob went back with some farm news this morning,
4: friends. May is Mental Health Awareness Month. Rural Minds and the National Grain Society held a webinar discussing the challenges facing caregivers in rural America. Those challenges often get overlooked. Brittany Henry is a communications and marketing professional who returned to her home in Iowa to care for her father. She made that decision when it became clear her father couldn't live on his own anymore.
6: I. Ch- to move home and be his advocate even though he's in a care facility. It's really important that people have an advocate and someone that can be there on a day-to-day basis at the drop of a hat if need be because of the nature of the disease. With frontal temporal dementia, there's a lot of agitation, there's fear, and so it was necessary for me to move home. So it's been a lot of tipping your life upside down, but I've realized it's really important to take care of yourself first when you're a caregiver.
4: She says full-time caregivers need support themselves because they often forget to care for themselves.
6: When you want to care for someone and it's sometimes hard to see how much you're slipping in your own health, in your own life. And I'm very fortunate to have a best friend who is a social worker and she works with caregivers and geriatric patients and she said, Brittany, it's not uncommon for caregivers to suddenly forget to take their medication themselves, not get their prescriptions filled, to not do their preventative appointments, to not keep track of their health metrics, like blood pressure and weight and things like that. And I found myself in that boat.
4: Henry talks about some of the challenges of caregiving in rural America.
6: So one of the things that I think is especially challenging, and part of my graduate degree was centered around this, so it is a passion of mine, but having access to digital resources and technology, it played a role in how my dad could receive care. And, you know, in a rural community, there aren't a lot of, specialists. We had a specialist in frontal temporal dementia who served in a a hospital in another state. It's close to us, but it's 70 miles away. My dad has gotten to the point where traveling that far, he gets very agitated because, one, we didn't have internet service here at the farm, and two, the physician could not do telehealth across state lines. We were in a conundrum.
4: One thing lacking in rural America is an adequate number of care specialists.
6: Second, I would say there's not a whole lot of specialized care for memory and dementias in rural communities. We're very fortunate that in my hometown, the nursing home had just within like three weeks of my dad needing to be in a facility, had opened a memory and dementia unit. But I can say that we still just aren't there in the care and understanding of brain diseases that we are for other diseases.
4: More information at ruralminds.org. Well, friends, Class Three milk futures not reacting well in 2023. $20 milk futures are now a distant memory for most dairy farmers. Jenny Wackerschauser with Everag says there are many factors at play, including increased production across the pond.
7: The European Union really increased in milk production over the last year, but that was coming off of some fairly depressed year of production. So their year-over-year continues to grow a bit. They are about a 1.6 to one size of what the U.S. milkshed is. So a one percent growth for them is a bigger growth than what our one percent growth is. They're not growing at an incredible pace, but it's it's a good amount of milk coming online.
4: U.S. dairy herd sizes have not grown, partly due to the rising value of cull cows. The top cull cow in central Minnesota this week was a dollar nineteen a pound. Historically, cull cows would be selling from 35 to 60 cents a pound most years. This has been motivating farmers to move cows that were not producing.
7: We watch that every week. They have very much been increasing. The high levels, uh, year over year numbers are increased. We of course lost 18,000, to 18,000 cows in the tragedy in Texas a couple weeks ago. California has had a very high call rate due to the flooding, relocating cows, as well as timing-wise, we're hitting about the time that lines up with the hottest part of their summer last year, where cows probably were not getting bred, and those are coming up stale. We are seeing in some major milk sheds, California, Texas, we should expect here with this month's milk production report that will reflect April's numbers. we are expecting those areas to probably show some decrease we continue to see some herd liquidations out west
4: jenny wacker schauser ever ag with us farm news this morning you're listening to ag life
8: this is dairy radio now with bill baker Providing the dairy cow the nutrition it needs. Our topic today on our Producer Tuesday, brought to you by the professional dairy producers. More details about their programs and events and much more, including the PDPW Dairy Signal at pdpw.org. And that's where Dr. Heather White, Associate Professor in Nutritional Physiology at the UW-Madison, discuss more about optimal feed efficiency.
9: Something that's really unique about this effort, there's a geneticist and a nutritionist at each research station that's working on it. Analyzing and quantifying every amount of energy the cow takes in and every amount of energy that she puts out. So, when we do these studies, we've determined back from the USDA grant that 45 days, 42, 45 days is a pretty sound period of time for the selection. We're determining everything that she eats. We're doing a lot of feed analysis, individual feed intakes, whether that's in a tie stall or in a Kalen gate which is an electronic gate where every one cow has her one spot at the table, if you will, that she can eat from in the bunk. Or at Arlington, those of you who have seen our facility, we have InSyntech feeding gates, which are big blue bins of feed. And we can determine that cows can have access to one of these all the way up to all 32. But all of these systems allow us to determine what each individual cow is eating. And we can do that on an energy basis. Then we also determine how much energy she's putting out in the terms of milk. And we do that not just milk yield, but very importantly, milk energy output. And we're determining the other sources of energy and where they might go. So a change in body weight or a change in body condition score. That way we can account for that. And our goal at the end of it is to look at that cow for 45 days and say, what are all of the ways we can explain where energy went to? And what's the leftover? What's the part we can't explain at this point? And that's the residual feed intake. The difference between what we predicted she should have eaten based on how much milk she made and how much body weight change she had and what she actually ate. If that number is negative, then she's in a more efficient animal of that set. So she ate less than we thought she should have to. If it's positive, she's less efficient. She ate more than we thought she should have. And that's the phenotype that our goal is to come up with at the end of that, that the geneticists are using for selection.
8: Comments from Dr. Heather White from the University of Wisconsin-Madison on a recent PDPW dairy signal. The hundreds of pounds of feed that can be saved through genetic selection takes time, but she says we can also make improvements while we're making that progress.
9: Mimicking other scenarios that could happen. So if we just run these replicated studies, if you will, for 45 days, We've got the same diet, every study, all through the year. That tells us really important baseline information, but it doesn't necessarily show us all the variants that could happen. So we've done a lot of studies across the collaborative team where we'll manipulate forage quality. We might add some feed component or nutrient that we think could influence efficiency or production. And we're looking at what the impacts of those are. And there's two real benefits to that. One of them is if something can improve feed efficiency, then that's another tool in our toolbox on farm. But the other aspect of it is a little more intricate. There are some of these factors that high efficient cows will respond differently to than low efficient cows or vice versa. Maybe a low efficient cow is low efficient on a low quality diet, but on a high quality forage, she may do better. Whereas a high-efficiency cow might always be more efficient. And so if we tease out that nuance, it'll allow us to maximize the genetic by diet interaction. So we can feed cows to reach their genetic performance, which is what our ultimate goal is in nutrition. Uh, So it gives us a little bit of variation along the way. For those of us doing the research, we get to try out different ideas. We get to train our students. We get to test additional questions.
8: Again, comments from Dr. Heather White at the University of Wisconsin-Madison and also with the Dairy Innovation Hub. From the PDPW Dairy Signal, you can hear at pdpw.org. With Clarifly Larvicide, you get more than just a fly
10: control product. You get more support, more expertise, and more control to prevent the emergence of nuisance flies from the manure of treated cattle by as much as 96%. It is perfectly blended in your mineral supplement to become a part of what you are already doing feeding your cattle. Get control of flies with a comprehensive program built around Clarifly Larvicide and Star Bar products. To learn more about Clarifly Larvicide, contact your local feed dealer or visit
8: centralflycontrol.com. More on that from Brian Hupp from Central Life Sciences tomorrow. I'm Bill Baker, Dairy Radio Now.
11: It's another Ag News Update. USDA out with the World Ag Supply Demand Estimates or wans report. More after this. Hey there.
12: What's up, bro? Hello. Aloha. Hey, y'all. Hey. Hola. Hi.
13: It takes a lot of voices to create the sound of us. The Y welcomes all of them with open arms. From career readiness to safe spaces, the Y is there, no matter who we are. Now, more than ever, they need your support. Support your local Y today.
11: The Y, or better us.
14: Read by members of the Y.
11: USDA on Friday releasing their World Ag Supply Demand Estimates, or WASDE report, And wheat was a game changer. The outlook for U.S. wheat reduced supplies and exports while increasing domestic use in smaller stocks compared to last year. U.S. wheat supplies, according to USDA, forecast lower than last year with smaller beginning stocks and only slightly larger production all wheat production projected just over 1.65 million bushels up modestly from last year on increased harvested area. However, the harvest to plant ratio down from last year with above average abandonment in Texas, Oklahoma, and Kansas. So the all wheat yield projected 44.7 bushels per acre, 1.8 bushels lower than last year. First survey based production forecast for winter wheat up 2% from last year as higher soft red winter production more than offsets a decline in hard red winter and white wheat. What about the price? Projected season average farm price is actually down 85 cents from last year's record $8 per bushel. It's another Ag News Update.
15: The National Cattlemen's Beef Association is the definitive voice of cattle producers in our nation's capital. NCBA is working on behalf of its members to protect your operation from government overreach and rising taxes. But the cattle business is under pressure, and we need every producer to join us to protect our way of life. Join NCBA today and help us protect the future of your farmer ranch. Visit NCBA.org or call 866-233-3872 for more information
11: american cattle news today we take a look at how cattle markets ended last week more after this hey there
12: what's up bro hello aloha hey y'all hey hola hi
13: it takes a lot of voices to create the sound of us the why welcomes all of them with open arms from career readiness to safe spaces the why is there no matter who we are now, more than ever, they need your support. Support your local Y today.
11: The Y, a better us.
15: Read by members of the Y.
11: Oliver Sloop is with Blue Line Futures, takes a look at how the cattle markets wrapped up last week.
16: Cattle futures had another strong finish to the week. June live cattle finished the day $1.45 higher to one sixty-four forty. That put them $2.47 higher for the week and just about $2 away from that April 13th contract high of one sixty-six twenty-seven. Now, the next most actively traded contract is August. That settled $1.65 higher today to $162.45. That was $2.95 higher for the week. Feeders were the leaders for the day and for the week. August feeder cattle finished the day $2.90 higher to 228.97. That put them $7.55 higher for the week. Now, yesterday's five-area average price for live cattle came in near 171. This morning's wholesale box beef cutout was firm with choice cuts up 73 cents to 306.45 and select cuts up 16 cents to 284.74. Now, coming into today, week-to-date slaughter was reported at 506,000 head. That's about 10,000 more than last week and 17,000 more than the same period last year.
12: With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
11: Dearly
4: beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom?
12: Sorry, sorry,
9: we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time.
14: (gasps) No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce
12: you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
16: Yesterday's weekly export sales report showed net sales of beef at 16,600 metric tons. This was 18% less than the previous week, but still 16% more than the four-week average. South Korea was the primary buyer, accounting for 4,400 metric tons, followed by Japan and Canada, which both reported over 3,000 metric tons pork exports were reported at 30,000 metric tons. That was down 39% from last week and down 28% versus the four-week average.
11: Again that's Oliver Sloop with Blue Line Futures with the recap of how the markets ended last week. American Cattle News.
3: Power Talk 96.7 and AM 1400.
14: Big rigs and tractors in this valley get worked. So radiators get fixed quick or people lose money. Commercial Radiator gets that. So for almost 40 years, companies like MV Transportation, Fresno Equipment, Pape Trucks, and more depend on the pros at Commercial Radiator. Remember, at about 175,000 miles, your diesel particulate filter needs to be cleaned. It only takes about 24 hours, then you're good. Commercial Radiator. Just off the 41 between North and Central on Elm. 233- 0006. In this week's Marketers Report Raja
17: Raja Manar Chief Marketing and Communications Officer of Mastercard talks about measurement
18: Measuring Sonic and Sonic branding, the principles of measurement are the same. But the parameters that you measure are different. We measure, and what we find is our investment is paying for itself in oodles.
17: As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives marketers access to the audiences, trusted influencers, and data you need to grow. If you're a marketer, go to
13: iHeartResults.com. This is a special alert to all Americans who own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles with an auto warranty about to expire or with no warranty coverage at all. Due to a decline in the economy, CarShield is announcing a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that is now available to the public to save any driver out-of-pocket expenses on future auto repairs. Call now to find out how you can pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Yes, you heard that correctly. Pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. An open phone line has been established for all drivers to call for a free quick quote. Call 800-990-8755 now. Drivers who are covered will not have to pay for covered repairs again. This protection plan is at an all-time low. Additionally, drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Call us for your free quick quote today. 800-990-8755. That's 800-990-8755. What do you have to lose? Call 800-990-8755. Again, 800-990-8755.
12: Okay, astronaut, you're up. You'll be meeting with Wish Kid Brandon. Roger, Brandon. His wish is to see a space shuttle launch. All systems
19: are go. We are clear for liftoff.
12: This year, more than 27,000 children will be diagnosed with a life-threatening medical condition.
0: And, Cowboy? Yes, ma'am.
12: You'll be meeting with Shayla at a dude ranch in San Antonio. Let's saddle up. Some will miss school. Some will miss time with their family and friends.
0: Princess, are you here? Oh, yes. Thank you so much for rescuing me from that evil witch.
12: Juliana wishes for a princess-themed room makeover.
8: That sounds magical.
12: But with your help, The Make-A-Wish Foundation can lift their spirits and give them a special kind of hope. Pirate! Yar! You're up for Isaac's wish.
3: Aye, aye, Captain.
12: The wishes of thousands of children are waiting to come true.
7: You can help make my wish happen. Visit wish.org today.
3: Power Talk, 96.7 and AM
17: 1400. The abundance of surface water for tree nut growers this season is going to help in the future problems with SIGMA, the Sustainable Groundwater Management Act. I'm Patrick Cavanaugh with the California Tree Nut Report, part of the Fast Ag Information Network. John Chandler is a farmer with Chandler Farms in Fresno County. He comments on the value of a lot of surface water.
1: Absolutely. The abundance of surface water availability has actually two benefits to helping with groundwater. Not only does it help with the recharge because you have all these ponding basins, there are irrigators using it uh, even if they have the flood irrigation, but there's also the benefit that for those that have access to surface water, they don't really need the pump water so that reduces the load on the groundwater as well as being able to recharge it with all the extra uh, water that's ponding up in the valley so it's really a twofold benefit being able to have access to abundant surface water
17: yeah and of course that's always been the answer to sigma give growers their surface water and there'll be no reason to use the groundwater and too many years it's been adequate surface water but it's not been delivered to growers instead it's been used for different species of fish and it hasn't done any good the rest of it goes out to the ocean
1: absolutely surface water is probably the best remedy to help restore groundwater
17: that's john chandler a third generation farmer in the central san joaquin valley california walnuts are sponsoring produce for better health 2023 consumer connection conference
7: oh oh oh
19: all right O'Reilly Auto Parts knows a farmer's work is never done. We carry premium brand ag and heavy-duty parts, hydraulic couplings and fluid, fuel transfer pumps, filters, and more. Select stores also make custom hydraulic hoses. To learn more, go to O'ReillyAuto.com and type farm into the search bar. Shop online or in-store at O'Reilly Auto Parts.
13: Oh, 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 O'Reilly
3: Auto Parts.
19: You know quality when you see it. Like when looking at a mountain of fine, golden-brown, perfectly stout almonds. Nobody needs to tell you that they hail from a lush orchard fortified by Maravon fungicide, or that they relished advanced plant health benefits from bloom to harvest. When your eyes meet a sight so sound, there's really no sound needed. Because results speak for themselves. Maravon Fungicide from BASF. Always read and follow label directions.
17: With the Ag Information Network, I'm Patrick
3: Cavanaugh. Power Talk, 96.7 and AM 1400.
19: Does your garage floor look like a horror show? Turn nasty garage
13: concrete into stunning, durable, and beautiful flooring with an epoxy garage flooring system from Garage Experts of Fresno. Garage Experts is the leader in epoxy garage flooring, garage cabinets, and organized design. Their epoxy flooring is functional, beautiful, and comes with a lifetime warranty. Choose from over 140 colors. You'll love how it looks. For a free estimate, go to garageexperts.com today. That's
19: garageexperts.com. CSLB license number 1044994. May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and Kings County Behavioral Health reminds you that there is hope for change. Kings County Behavioral Health urges you to break down the stigma associated with mental health challenges and support your friends and family. Together, we can lift each other up and show ourselves and our community that there's hope for a brighter future. We encourage you to visit our website at kcbh.org to access resources, mental health services, and tools for empowerment and hope.
7: You
1: only have one body. So when it comes to keeping your skin healthy, accept only the best at Boswell Dermatology. Call Boswell Dermatology today at 559-439-3000. Boswell Dermatology, treating your skin with compassion and expertise.
19: 20 years in the making. It's Chuck Gold's $1.5 million celebration with a chance to win your share of $45,000 or up to $1 million every Thursday and Friday only at Chuck Gold Resort and Casino
2: you in recurring automated marketing text messages consent not required to purchase message and data rates may apply Ugh,
12: leaving for the gym so early i'm ready to go since you started taking nugenics total tea you've been acting like when we met in our 20s i
2: feel like myself again lower testosterone after turning 40 slowed me down nugenics total tea has been a game changer for me
12: what is it about nugenics total tea that's different
2: well, it's a patented key ingredient called testophen it boosts free and total testosterone
12: to help you get back the drive and energy
2: from your youth it's backed by five clinical studies
12: i've seen the huge difference it's made for you in the gym, at work, and in the bedroom. I'm so
2: glad I sent them a text for my complimentary bottle. Text ORDER to 321321 right now for your complimentary bottle of Nugenics Total Tea. Nugenics is the number one selling testosterone boosting brand at GNC and Walmart. Do it now and we'll also send you a bottle of NuGenix Thermo X, our newest, most powerful fat burner ever. Absolutely free. Text ORDER to
13: 321321. That's ORDER to 321321. A medical crisis shouldn't mean a financial crisis. Unfortunately for many, it does. It doesn't have to be this way. Nonprofit hospitals in the U.S. are required to forgive or reduce bills for low- and middle-income patients. Dollar4 is a free nonprofit organization that helps patients navigate charity care programs. Dollar4 has helped patients crush over $23 million in medical debt nationally. To find out if you qualify, head to dollar4.org. Brought to you by iHeartMedia Communities. Power Talk 96.7 and AM
3: 1400. This is Ag Life on Power Talk 96.7 and
20: AM 1400. Welcome back to Ag Life. I'm David Geiger. Farmers own a lot of dirt. Roger McOwen has the Agriculture Law and DAX Report talking how selling it is treated. Farmers and ranchers sometimes
10: sell soil. Is the income from the sale of soil taxed at ordinary income rates, or is the income capital gain that is taxed at preferential capital gain rates? I'll be back in a moment to discuss. Kansas State University consistently ranks in the top 10 of all ag schools.
4: 97% of K-State ag graduates are employed or furthering their education.
10: Learn more at ag.ksu.edu. I'll get back to the report in a moment, but I want you to know that Schrader Real Estate and Auction Company has sold farm and ranch land and farm equipment in 40 states. Learn how the Schrader family can help your family. Visit SchraderAuction.com. That's S-C-H-R-A-D-E-R-Auction.com. Whether income from the sale of soil is taxed as ordinary income or capital gain depends on the facts. The answer essentially boils down to whether the transaction qualifies as a sale or a lease. If it's a sale of a capital asset, favorable long-term capital gain treatment results. If the transaction is deemed to be a lease, the proceeds will be taxed as ordinary income. So where is the line drawn between a sale and a lease? If the land's use was affected by the soil removal, then the transaction involves the sale of a capital asset. If you can still farm the land after selling topsoil, then the income from the sale is ordinary in your hands. In a New Jersey case, a landowner entered into a contract with the State Highway Department for the sale of fill dirt. The contract said that after the soil was removed, the taxpayer could require the state to respread topsoil that was set aside before the excavation. That was done, and the taxpayer was still able to use the property. Based on those facts, the court said the taxpayer still retained an economic interest in the soil. The transaction was a lease, and the proceeds were ordinary income. A different set of facts could result in capital gain treatment. This has been the Agricultural Law
20: and Tax Report. I'm Roger McCohen. Thanks, Roger. We've managed to edit the genes of crops like corn, but working with livestock is a new frontier. Last week, a team of collaborating scientists managed to produce the first gene-edited calf with resistance to bovine viral diarrhea virus, or BVD. I caught up with one of the scientists, Dr. Brian Vanderlei, a University of Nebraska Lincoln veterinary epidemiologist. The study is a breakthrough, but just a proof of concept.
15: We have one animal in this study. It's it's a breakthrough because we, we were able to show that this animal had resistance to BVD infection with the gene edit, but it's only one animal.
20: All right. So BVDV is the specialization of this calf, and it costs the cattle sector billions of dollars annual that disease does. What does a breakthrough like this mean for producers?
15: BVD is a very expensive disease, and what we're the goal of our group is to provide tools for producers to deal with diseases and welfare problems in their in their operation. So we're hopeful that, that by producing an animal that is genetically less susceptible to an important disease like BVD that they've got another tool in their toolbox.
20: A vaccine itself exists uh, in the market right now and has for 50 years. Why is it important to make a cow itself resistant that a vaccine wouldn't already cover?
15: The reason why I think this is important is despite having vaccines and diagnostic tests, a recent survey done by the USDA called the National Animal Health Monitoring System shows that 8.8% of U.S. cattle operations still have at least one persistently infected BVD animal in their operation. So despite all that technology that's out there, uh, we still have a problem in the U.S.
20: Now, I don't think we've mentioned it just yet, but how exactly do you get a calf itself resistant uh, in, in terms of genetic engineering? And is that something that you could reproduce in other living animals? Because there are a lot of breeds, so it, it'd be hard to just have one type of calf that's that's resistant, is that right?
15: That's correct. Yeah, so the, this process, is uh, it, it starts... With an animal that's a very high value to someone right and it can be done in, in other animals it's been done in swine and other kinds of edits have already been done in cattle but it basically starts with an animal that is of, of value to someone for breeding purposes that animal is it's essentially cloned and and in the cloning process there's a very small change made in its dna code the the best way that i think about this uh because i'm I work with some really, really intelligent people who can really explain this in a lot more detail. And what we're doing with something like the edit that we did in this particular animal is we're, we're just rekeying the locks on the door so that BVD doesn't have the key to get in anymore.
20: Again, that was Dr. Brian Vanderlei, a University of Nebraska-Lincoln veterinary epidemiologist, talking about a breakthrough in producing genetically engineered calves resistant to BVD. I'm David Geiger. You're listening to Ag Life.
12: This is Corinne LaRue of the Ag Information Network with California Ag Today.
0: Plus.
12: Although immigration policy reform took a big step forward in 2021, the Senate couldn't get it across the finish line before the new Congress. Western Congressman Mike Simpson says, says it's going to take grassroots effort to get farm labor reform passed in Washington.
14: The Judiciary Committee is busy with a lot of things. We need to get them focused on immigration. And it's hard to focus just on ag immigration when what's going on at the border is going on. And we need to let them know that this is different. And in fact, passing this would probably help solve some of the problems with what's going on at the border. What we need is a concerted effort by agriculture throughout the country. And remember, we had 300 ag groups that support, or not just ag groups, but Chambers of Commerce, National Bankers Association, all supported this bill that we had. We need all of them to be calling representatives on the Judiciary Committee, representatives in leadership in the House and in the Senate to let them know how important this bill is and what it means to our food supply. And as we mentioned, to national security. Republicans are worried about inflation. Studies have been done. You get a legal workforce For agriculture, it will help with inflation. It will help with food costs. What agriculture needs is a stable, reliable workforce.
19: What does protected mean to citrus? It means defense against Asian citrus psyllid, California red scale, and nematodes throughout the season to help citrus trees grow their strongest. And that's exactly what Moveto brings to your citrus groves. Include Moveto as part of your pest management program to protect citrus trees from below-ground nematodes and above-ground pests, helping ensure root health and higher quality fruit. Talk to your local retailer about protecting your citrus groves with Moveto. Always read and follow label directions.
8: Oh, 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 O'Reilly.
19: O'Reilly Auto Parts knows a farmer's work is never done. We carry premium brand ag and heavy-duty parts, hydraulic couplings and fluid, fuel transfer pumps, filters, and more. Select stores also make custom hydraulic hoses. To learn more, go to O'ReillyAuto.com and type farm into the search bar. Shop online or in store at O'Reilly Auto Parts.
3: Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts.
12: For California Ag Today, I'm Corinne LaRue with the Agriculture Information Network.
3: Power Talk, 96.7 and AM 1400.
12: Honey, it's time for spring cleaning. Oh, do we have to? Everything looks fine. Everything? Um, What about the carpet, the fridge, the HVAC system? The HVAC system? Well, that was just installed a couple years ago. It's fine. Fine? It's been through a brutal summer with all those triple-digit days. It needs maintenance, and I know just the place. Oh,
5: really? Where's that?
12: Lee's Air Plumbing and Heating, of course. They have a Club Advantage membership with priority service in a two-hour time window, discounted rates, and a 26-point precision tune-up twice a year for heating and cooling.
19: Well, I do like the sound of
12: discounted rates. All right, sign me up. Great. Plus, we get two-year repair warranties and no overtime fees ever. That's amazing. Go to leesair.com or call 559-785-1212 to sign up for the Club Advantage membership. Lee's Air
1: Plumbing and Heating, your home's best friend. CLN 635355. AM Radio provides always-on news, sports, talk, traffic, and weather reports. And it's also a vital service that provides important emergency information when your community needs it most. Tell Congress you need AM Radio to stay in your car because when cell phones and the Internet are down, this free emergency service is critical. And when you don't have electricity, radio in the car is often your only lifeline. Text the letters AM to 52886 and tell Congress we need to keep AM radio in cars. This message, furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Standard message and data rates apply.
12: Solar Negotiators wants people to know about our new power shift program. So we're offering $1,500 off per smart battery to customers now through May 31st. Be the first to experience the power shift. Call Solar Negotiators today for your free quote. Safe was named Best Home Security of 2023 by U.S. News and World Report. But we don't do what we do for the accolades. We do it to protect you and everything you love. Our
18: advanced sensors, indoor and outdoor HD cameras, and hazard detectors are powered by live
12: 24-7 professional monitoring, so you get emergency help fast. Get 20% off any new system with interactive monitoring at simplysafecom radio. There's no safe like Simply Safe.
0: Only iHeartRadio gives you access to all of your favorite radio stations. Rover's Morning Glory. It's the Woody Show. It's Elliot in the Morning. All of the once-in-a-lifetime events. iHeartRadio Music Festival. Woo! All of the best free curated playlists. It's Everything That Rocks. All of the great podcasts for every interest. This is Freddie Prinze Jr. from the Wrestling with Freddie podcast. All of the mind-blowing content. $20,000.
20: Awesome.
0: All of your favorite superstars.
20: This is Dave Grohl from the Foo Fighters. Best of all, it doesn't cost a
0: thing. Download the absolutely free iHeartRadio
20: app now. Are
13: you feeling stressed or overwhelmed? Social workers are here to help. Social workers assist individuals and families in coping with the stresses of everyday life. Visit us online at helpstartshere.org.
17: National Association of Social Workers.
3: Power Talk, 96.7 and AM 1400. Farm news on Ag Life, sponsored by Bear Crop Science. This is Ag Life on Power Talk, 96.7 and AM 1400. Bob Quinn back with some farm news, talking a little pork production
4: this morning, friends. Dale Stevermer, a Minnesota farmer and National Pork Board member, advocated for U.S. pork sustainability at the G7 Agriculture Minister's Meeting in Japan.
5: All farmers really want to do what's right for the environment, but we don't want to be mandated what to do or how to do it. We like more of a voluntary approach so that we can have a full buy-in on what we're doing.
4: As he talked with two of the largest importers of U.S. pork, continued the sustainability conversation during the G7 meeting. He shared insights about the Chekhov-funded Pork Cares Farm Impact Report. Our ability
5: to come up with the Pork Cares on-farm reports that we have developed and aggregate the data across the United States and show the, the carbon footprint of, of pork is going to be a, an increasingly more valuable selling point in the export market. But
4: despite the need to meet consumer demand for sustainable food, Stevermer said new technologies and practices can be risky for farmers. He advocated for multi level partnerships to support and incentivize farmers to adopt new practices. One example is the Advancing U.S. Pork Sustainability Grant for eligible pork producers in the Midwest. As one of 141 projects in USDA's Partnership for Climate Smart Commodities Program, this grant involves multiple partners who provide technical support and financial incentives to producers for adopting climate smart agriculture practices. He has some encouraging news for all farmers.
5: It does give a lot of credibility. It also shows the importance of all producers and I'll even say all farmers to be able to be willing to step out of their comfort zone, which is on the farm, be willing to have conversations with whether it's consumers or legislators or just to share with them the, the things we are doing on the farm.
4: Dale Stevermer, Midwest Farmer, also member of National Pork Board, with us this morning. Well, friends, Canada has joined an expanding list of countries that have relaxed their approval regulations for gene-edited seeds and crops.
18: Dennis Guy has that report for us this morning. Canada's Minister of Agriculture announced that, in its latest findings, the Canadian Food Inspection Agency has found no reason that gene-edited seeds should not be placed in the same regulatory level as conventionally bred seed varieties. The U.S., along with Japan, Australia, Argentina, and Brazil have cleared many of their regulatory hurdles for gene editing products, as well New Zealand, the United Kingdom, even the European Union are all considering loosening many of their regulations to help advance the technology. The announcement in Ottawa opens the door for gene-edited seeds use in Canadian fields, but reaction from across agricultural organizations and groups was mixed. Keith Curry, president of the Canadian Federation of Agriculture, believes cutting the red tape will get beneficial traits to farmers much quicker. But he said that there continues to be ongoing debate that this is just genetic modification by another name.
21: There's some confusion around gene editing versus genetic modification. Genetic modification is actually adding something to a plant or a species, whereas gene editing is taking the material that it currently exists and altering it to make the plant better adaptable and more responsive, whether that's weather, whether that's different weed pressures, insect pressures, molds, mildews. So gene editing will allow us more tools to accommodate these changing pressures that we're seeing.
18: Advocate groups for Canadian organic growers say the decision will leave the organic sector dependent on biotech firms' willingness to disclose their work. But Keith Curry says that an industry-wide committee is being set up to specifically discuss gene-edited products with all stakeholders on ongoing developments.
21: We have been very careful through the consultation process to make sure that we don't lose sight of the organic production in this country. There is going to be a roundtable that's formed with representatives from a number of different agriculture sectors to make sure that we have cross-sector communication about gene-edited products that are being introduced.
18: Consumer groups will also be included in the ongoing stakeholder information meetings. Keith Curry, president of the Federation of Agriculture, says that gene-editing technology is necessary to keep the Canadian agricultural community competitive, but he says that consumers must also be seen as part of that community.
21: Social governance is becoming more prevalent in a lot of the regulatory frameworks that are being developed. Many of our competitors have already put these initiatives in place. We are trying to be as transparent as possible to make sure that the public is aware of what we're doing because that just leads to confidence in our food production.
3: Reporting from Canada, I'm Dennis Guy. Some farm news this morning, you're listening to AgLife. Power Talk, 96.7 and AM 1400 big rigs and tractors
14: in this valley get worked. So radiators get fixed quick or people lose money. Commercial Radiator gets that. So for almost 40 years, companies like MV Transportation, Fresno Equipment, Pat Trucks, and more depend on the pros at Commercial Radiator. Remember, at about 175,000 miles your diesel particulate filter needs to be cleaned. It only takes about 24 hours, then you're good. Commercial Radiator. Just off the 41 between North and Central on Elm. 233-0006. Talk.
3: 96.7 and AM 1400.
22: From the Ag Information Network, I'm Bob Larson with your agribusiness update. With high labor costs and intense competition from Mexico, California asparagus production continues to drop. California peaked at 36,000 acres of asparagus in 1999, but acreage dropped from 22,500 in 2006 to 2,800 in 2022. Still, growers like Jim Durst of Durst Organic Growers stand by the crop, saying he markets his asparagus as California grown, appealing to those seeking high quality quality local produce over imports. The USDA plans to purchase various protein items to support American agriculture and to feed kids and families with potential materials like dairy, meat, fish, and poultry items. The funds provided through USDA's Commodity Credit Corporation will support nearly $1 billion to purchase food for emergency food providers like food banks. Interested parties shall be responsible for ensuring they have the most up-to-date information. The American Farm Bureau Federation is urging the USDA to accept the National Milk Producers Federation's Federal Milk Marketing Order petition. AFBF says the petition is long overdue to ensure consumers can access fresh dairy products while protecting dairy farmers from potentially harmful market conditions. AFBF President Zippy Duval is calling on the USDA to hold a hearing and asks the department to go further than the recent NMPF petition.
19: What does protected mean to citrus? It means defense against Asian citrus psyllid, California red scale, and nematodes throughout the season to help citrus trees grow their strongest. And that's exactly what Moveto brings to your citrus groves. Include Moveto as part of your pest management program to protect citrus trees from below-ground nematodes and above-ground pests, helping ensure root health and higher quality fruit. Talk to your local retailer about protecting your citrus groves with Moveto. Always read and follow label directions.
22: Get the ag and construction equipment and trucks that you need at Richie Brothers' next Tipton Unreserved Auction. This will be an online-only timed auction event with bidding starting on May 18th. Visit rbauction.com slash tipton.
3: Power Talk, 96.7 and AM
17: 1400. In this week's Marketer's Report, Chris Brandt, Chief Marketing Officer at Chipotle Mexican Grill, weighs in on the power of audio.
5: We've used audio to reinforce what we're showing on TV, what we're showing in other digital channels. When your priority is driving reach, boy, everybody seems to listen to the radio.
17: As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives marketers access to the audiences, conversations, trusted influencers, insights, and data you need to grow. If you're a marketer, go to iheartresults.com.
22: All up, test it to see what you
17: Visit YouCanBeatIt.org or call 833-422-4255 to ask for medication to treat COVID-19. Sponsored by the California Department of Public Health.
19: 20 years in the making. It's Chuck Chancey Gold's $1.5 million celebration. With a chance to win your share of $45,000 or up to $1 million every Thursday and Friday. Only at Chuck Chancey Gold Resort and Casino.
22: Portions of the following program were pre recorded
12: with great privilege comes great responsibility.
2: Carter Fleming, community center volunteer.
12: The giving spirit is as passionate in the boomers today as it was in our 20s and we as a generation can still impact our country.
14: Lead, inspire, change the world again. Join thousands and find which volunteer opportunity is best for you. Call 1-800-424-8867 today or visit www.getinvolved.gov. This message is brought to you by the Corporation for National and Community Service In this station
3: talk 96 7 and am 1400 bob went back to
4: wrap up ag Life for today friends registration for the 2023 golden harvest go
23: for the gold challenge is now open through june 30th michael clements wraps us up today The contest recognizes farmers who achieve top yields with eligible Golden Harvest soybeans during the 2023 growing season. The winning farmers will be awarded a trip to the 2024 Commodity Classic in Houston, Texas. Ryan Dunsbergen, Golden Harvest Soybean Product Manager, tells us more.
1: We're thrilled to host the second annual Go for the Golden Challenge. Last year, we had the honor of recognizing 14 soybean farmers, and these farmers achieved top yields with Golden Harvest soybeans. So this year, we're excited to see how farmers can continue to push those yields by pairing elite Golden Harvest genetics with some innovative agronomic management practices as well. So these challenge winners, they're going to be awarded with a trip for two down to the 2024 Commodity Classic down in Houston, Texas. And that's going to include airfare, hotel accommodations, all the event registration. It's going to be a really good time.
23: The winners will be announced in December, and the contest is open to soybean farmers in 13 states across the country.
1: They need to plant eligible Golden Harvest Gold Series soybean varieties. These varieties need to be planted in a 5-acre continuous block. We have 14 eligible Enlist E3 soybean varieties. They range anywhere from a double zero to a 4.4 relative maturity. And then on the flex side of things... We have 12 eligible extend-flex soybean varieties ranging from a 0.5 to a 4.8 RM. And the top yielding farmer from each participating state will receive the award, and so we hope and fully expect to be bringing 13 winners and their guests down to Texas next year for the Commodity Classic.
23: Dunsbergen says the Go for the Gold Challenge is all about recognizing the innovative success of farmers.
1: Well, ultimately here at Golden Harvest, innovation, we believe, is driven by farmer success. So with this challenge, we have the opportunity to recognize farmers who push the envelope who break through that yield ceiling with Golden Harvest products. Additionally, this will give us the opportunity to strengthen the relationship with farmers, to continue to be farmer-focused, and to help them succeed year after year.
23: To find better solutions for your corn and soybean acres, contact a Golden Harvest seed advisor. Michael Clements reporting. With that, friends, we're out of time for today. Thanks for joining us. Back tomorrow morning with another edition of AgLife